Welcome to the Mum Style Business Podcast. I'm your host, Annalise Warren, a marketing agency founder and CEO, business strategist, digital marketing mentor, wife, and mama of three little ones. I'll help you combine ambition and motherhood and build your business to get the profit and freedom you started it to achieve. Stay tuned for conversations with successful women in business, as well as practical marketing strategies and tips that you can action right away. So let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Okay, let's talk about the habits of high performing entrepreneurs. What I'm talking about here is habits for sustainable success. Now, we are the center of our business universe. We're likely also the center of our family universe. We need to be strong. We need to support everything else that is happening around us. So that's why I really wanted to dig into this today. So what are the habits of high-performing six-figure, seven-figure business owners? Now, from my experience from working with high-performing entrepreneurs as clients and as colleagues and in coaching programs and masterminds, this is what I have for you. First up, we're going to talk about our personal physical well-being. Now, yes, I know this is the stuff that you have heard so many times then that it kind of goes in one ear and out the other, probably. It's also the annoying stuff that sounds so simple that you actually ignore it or you think that you're doing it and you kind of mentally go, yeah, 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 but don't actually do a review and check the stats. So yes, it's the thing like eating well and sleeping well and exercising and hydration. But what I really want you to do is really hear those four things, really, really hear them and take them in. So are you eating for fuel? Are you eating for performance? And no, that doesn't mean 100% of the time, but hopefully about 80%. And what does eating for performance really actually mean? Well, it means that you are fueling your body and your brain with what it needs to function well, because we can't expect to be a great leader, a great mom, a great insert the blank, if we aren't fueling our body well. We can't expect out of our body what we're not putting into it. So we need to get enough protein. We need to get vitamins. We need to eat our leafy greens. It means eating the rainbow and not settling for the peanut butter sandwich because that's what the kids are having alongside their chopped vegetables or whatever it is today. And it means meal planning and meal prepping and having really simple, delicious ingredients on hand to make nutritious meals. Meals that support the brain function that we actually want. Meals that support the activity and the performance that we want to maintain for sustainable success. So the challenge, the action for this one, because you know that I'm all about implementation, is setting a time for meal planning and a time for meal prepping. So if you're not driving, think about this. When are you going to meal plan and when are you going to meal prep? All right, next one is sleep. 
Yes, I know, I know, I know. This is the Mum Style Business Podcast. And there is just going to be sometimes, some seasons where eight hours of sleep is literally impossible. So if due to kids' sleeping patterns, you cannot currently get eight hours of sleep, then feel free to bookmark this one for sometime in the future when your little one is sleeping through the night. But for everybody else, if you are not physically getting up for children in the middle of the night and you don't have any other health issues like me at the moment being pregnant and needing to go to the bathroom, which seems like 17 times a night, then there is no reason for you to not be getting eight hours of decent sleep per night. This cannot be optional. I know that you can function off six hours of sleep. It doesn't mean that you should, and we want to do more than just function. It doesn't mean that we should work off six hours because we can. It doesn't mean it is good for us. It doesn't help us to be more productive or more efficient or more focused or more emotionally grounded and nice and kind and patient with our families. All the researchers cannot be wrong. If you don't know what I'm talking about, have a look um, just have a look on your podcast for sleep podcast and you will see some incredible ones. There's lots of wake up calls. We really, really need sleep. We need to prioritize the sleep. We need to get the sleep. So guess what the action item is? Yes. Bedtime alarm. I want you to set a bedtime alarm nine hours before you need to get up. That way, you've got one hour to wind down, whatever that looks like for you, and then get into bed and get that light off with eight hours to go. Now, this one can be really, really hard to stick to, but we're talking about sustainable success habits here. And if that is what you want, then that is sustainable success, then you need to sleep. All right, rant over. The next one is exercise. Again, I can feel the eye roll. Please don't. I've done heaps of episodes on movement, so I'm not going to get into the really nitty gritty here. But the base of it is that we need 30 minutes of movement per day at a minimum. Get it in in the morning if possible, because you're going to have more energy. You're going to just not wait till later. You're going to go into your day feeling like you have the energy you need to sustain what you need to do that day. And yes, I'm just talking about movement here. I'm not talking about huffing and puffing and hating life doing 600 burpees in a row. I'm talking about moderate intensity exercise, movement, Pilates, walk, run if you want to, boxing if you want to, swim, stretch, whatever floats your boat, but move your body every day. Yes, every single day. Why? Because our bodies were not made for sedentary. And we do not work well when we don't move. Practically everything about our physical and mental health is improved when we move our bodies regularly. Go back to the other podcast episodes that I've done about this, um, about well-being, if you are interested in learning more about that. But guess what the action item is? Move. Yep. Every day this week, I want you to pop 30 minutes of exercise on the calendar and set alarms for each one and do it. 
So tag me in your post-workout selfie when you do, and I will be cheering you on like you won't even believe. Now, with this one, don't tell me that you don't have time. You do. Take the kids with you if you need to. Do it on the floor with the kids, whatever. Make a phone call while you walk if you need to. Make the time. You are worth the time. And as my mentor Kelly Roach says, we cannot sacrifice our health to gain wealth. We need to break up our day in some capacity from being sedentary with movement. All right, last one for physical health is hydration. Now, this one isn't actually banged on about as much, but it is just as important. Hydration is vital to our survival. So many of our daily niggles can be solved by staying hydrated. If you're tired, have a glass of water. If you're hungry, have a glass of water, if it's not (laughs) mealtime. You're possibly thirsty, not hungry. If you have brain fog, have a glass of water. If you're having that 3 p.m. slump, have a glass of water. If you are having sugar cravings, have a glass of water. So many things are linked to our chronic dehydration. And it is amazing once you look into this. Our brain literally cannot function properly without the right amount of water. So drink up, baby. Action item, and I'm going to do this too because I need to up my game here. Set hourly alarms during waking hours and drink a glass every time it goes off. I know I'm guilty of having the water bottle next to me and finishing it and then reaching for it 14 times before I go, oh, I'm actually going to get up and fill up the water bottle. So set the alarm, do it every hour. It'll be a good excuse for you to stand up and stretch and get off off your desk and hydrate and, and get back to it. And we're going to be clearer in our brain function because of it. It's such an easy fix. So we need to get onto this. And yes, it means that we will go to the toilet more. <laughs> Yay for me. <laughs> but you will also, we, we, we adjust to the new volume of water as it becomes the new norm. And then hopefully won't need to go as often. But oh well, if we do need to go to the toilet more, well, guess just think about how well filtered everything is and how much your body is loving it and your brain is loving it. All right, so that's the basics of physical well-being, which I know that you have heard before. So do the action items and experience the incredible cumulative difference that these things make when you do them again and again and you combine them all. The difference, honestly, is like night and day. I challenge you to experience it. So go on, give it a go for four weeks and then let me know how much of a different person you feel just for doing these four things. Alrighty, let's dig into mindset now. Now, when it comes to business practices, it needs to be mindset over mechanics every single time. Every high-performing entrepreneur that I know has some sort of mindset practice, whether that's meditation or goal setting or journaling or gratitude activities, mantras, visualization, or some other type of practice. Staying connected to the bigger version of our lives, the overall purpose of why we do what we do is so important. For one, it helps us push through the tougher times and actually keep going. And two, I think that staying connected to what you really want is such a good filter for the daily activities you're doing and the decisions that you make. 
So for example, for me, uh, if one of the dreams is to be an author and you need time to write in, in order to do that, then you're going to be more mindful to what you put on your calendar. And if your goal is to be an international speaker, then you're going to be very conscious as you go about your your day and in your work and you're connecting with people, you're going to be very, very conscious of the people and the work and the clients that pull you away from that and those that are on the path to taking you closer to that. So this entrepreneurial journey is such a roller coaster, especially when you were getting started. It is a roller coaster emotionally and energetically and financially and all the rest. To get through with high performance, whatever that looks like for you, we need to have a strong, positive mindset to support us. Mindset is everything. It's everything in how we show up on camera. It's everything in the way that we work with our clients and how we make them feel. It is everything in getting people to say yes to our product or service in the first place. If we do not believe in ourselves, in our own product or service and ability to make a difference in people's lives, why on earth would they believe us? It all starts with mindset. It starts with the foundation of belief in ourselves and our ability to fulfill our highest potential. But this belief is not a one and done. You need to be cultivating these beliefs and attitudes every single day. Now, how you do that is going to look very different to the next person. Each person should have a different this should look different for every person because we are all unique. For me, it took some experimenting and some practice to make it a habit. And does it happen every single day? No, but most days, yes, yes, it does. So for me, it's time connecting to God and then getting present with my big, crazy goals. I write them down, Rachel Holler style, as if they have already happened and I'm living them. And they're not just professional. They're things like being strong and healthy and fit and being calm and fun mum and being a caring and generous friend and having a joy-filled and sexy marriage. Now, by stating those things and connecting with my intentions in each area and the professional things as well, but by, by connecting with those every morning, then later on when I'm yelling at my child, it's not in alignment with what I've said that I am. And so there's like, there's alarm bells going off and I realize, and no, not all the time, but I realize more than I would if I didn't sit with that reality every morning that I was a fun, calm mother. And it's the same in every area of our lives, like not making time for my husband. If I'm saying to myself every morning that I have a great marriage and every interaction is business-like and transactional, well, again, it's not in alignment. So I'm more inclined to give extra hugs or send a cheeky text message or do something nice because I connecting with that reality every morning and if what I'm saying is not in alignment with where we're at well then my actions are going to then change to align them with what we really want so for me my mindset practice is about being the person I want to be now and living out that higher reality 
now and not waiting for a certain client base or bank account balance or wait on the scales or for our house to be built. If we are always waiting and waiting and waiting just until going, oh, well, when this happens, I will, or when when this blah, 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 if this, then that, then we're going to wake up and we're going to be 10 years older and not have lived each day to its fullest. And it's going to have been not as great as it could have been. Not, we wouldn't have been our best. So action item, put mindset work on the calendar every day, morning, please, if possible. Now, even 10 minutes here is enough to make a massive difference. Just 10 minutes. Just think, living each day to the fullest could be achieved through a 10-minute morning practice. Now, that is pretty cool. And if you're not sure what's going to work for you, do what I did and experiment. Try something for a few days and see how it fits and then try something else. There is no right or wrong here. Play around and let me know because I would love to hear other people's versions of this. All right, next one is professional development. Now, every single high-performing entrepreneur that I know makes time to hone their craft. Now, whether it's the actual craft that you do, so for for me, for example, marketing, or whether it's another area in their professional lives. Now, what I'm talking about is could be leadership or financial management or creativity or selling or speaking on camera or some other area relevant to running your business. But every single great leader I know is obsessed with getting better, obsessed with learning and developing and growing, because if we're not growing, then we're dying. And if we're not expanding, then we're shrinking. We need to be continuing to invest in our professional skills to grow them if we want to grow our businesses. Even if we're not looking to grow our business in size, there is always ways to do things smarter, more efficiently, ways to leverage what we're already doing, ways to use technology better, ways to connect with our audience and our network better. Now, I used to own and manage training companies. And as part of the compliance requirements, continuous improvement was an element that needed to be documented and monitored and attended to. Now, I think we should all have our own version of this continuous improvement register because it's so important. We need to innovate. With the barrier to online business being so low, we can't afford to be resting on the ways we've always done things. We are going to get left behind. Our staff are going to get bored and move on and we will be left wondering why. So for me, at least 30 minutes a day is focused on learning. And I've had to put this, like, make the time for this. Now, this is everything from the book that I'm reading to the podcast I'm listening to, the coaching I'm engaging with, and usually a combination of all of them. And then on weekends, I'm learning for pleasure. Now, not that the professional side isn't enjoyable. I love it. I love what I do. And every single day I pinch myself because I feel so blessed to be able to do this, but we cannot always be striving. We cannot always be pushing. We need downtime, downtime for everything that we've been learning to sink in and downtime for expanded creativity and downtime to rest and recharge our batteries and downtime for balance. So the action item is put 30 minutes of learning on your calendar five days a week. 
Now, yes, you can multitask this one. You can be folding washing or exercising like I do, or cooking or driving or whatever it is that you would like to combine it with. So no excuses on this one because you can multitask. Now, the last thing I wanted to speak about is connected to the professional side, but it is different. The high performing entrepreneurs that I know all have their finger on the pulse of their business. They make sure that they know their numbers. They know where they're at with sales and marketing and conversion rates, and they understand where their time goes and how to leverage it. They know where they're going and they have a plan to get there. Now, I used to be guilty of not doing this. I was so busy doing the the work that I neglected the structure. I neglected the numbers and I didn't even look at them unless I absolutely had to. But guess what? What gets measured gets managed and we need to look at the numbers, even if they're woeful, especially if they're woeful. We need to confront the reality of what we have created in a neutral way. So neutral being not beating ourselves up if they're terrible and not basking in the glory of it too long when we're doing well. Now, I'm not saying don't celebrate and pat yourself on the back. Yes, do that. But then look strategically. How can we do better? How can we instill more profit and more freedom into everything that we do? Because that's why we started our business in the first place, right? Profit and freedom. Some sort of combination of those sort of things is probably the reason that you started your business. So if that is you and you need to get real with the numbers, do it. Dedicate a couple of hours to analyze your business. And if you're not sure where to get started, then I'm happy to chat. Let's chat. Book a call with me. So email info at AnnaliseWarn.com and we can schedule a call to chat about where you're at with your business and identify the next one thing that you can be doing in your business right now to move the needle. All right. So let's quickly recap. The habits of high-performing entrepreneurs that we've gone through are, number one, a focus on physical health. We chatted here about quality sleep, good nutrition, proper hydration, and moving our bodies. Number two, mindset over mechanics. Now, this is the foundation of our belief in ourselves and fulfilling our highest potential. We spoke about doing this through meditation, visualization, journaling, a whole heap of other suggestions as well. Number three, professional development, sharpening the sword. Now, if we're not growing and innovating, we're going backwards. Now, this dedication gives us an edge above others in our market, and it's so important for self-confidence and really leading your business well. Then number four, knowing your numbers, the real numbers, and the reality of that in your business, and having a plan to move forward with. Okay, that is it for me this week. I hope that this has been a really good back to basics for you today. And I really encourage you to not gloss over this and go, yeah, I got it. But drill into these and make time for them. They're so important. And we just think that they're too they're too simple to make a difference. But I promise you that they will change your business, change your life. So I really look forward to connecting with you on social and learning how you're doing these things in your own lives and your own businesses. So connect with me, Annalise.Warn on Instagram. Um, 
the social marketing method Facebook group. Hunt me down. You'll find me somewhere. Annalise Warren. Just search for me. You will find me. Until next week, have a wonderful one and get in touch. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Mum Style Business Podcast. One more thing before you go. I would love to be able to practically support you with free live marketing coaching every single week. So head on over and join the Social Marketing Method Facebook group. Connect with other successful women in business, combining ambition and motherhood and making a real impact in their families and in the world. To join, go to AnnaliseWarn.com forward slash group or search for The Social Marketing Method on Facebook. Can't wait to see you there.